Hello and welcome to House Lights, the podcast that reviews recent media from various platforms. Today, we're talking about The Kissing Booth 2. I'm Sarah Tidwell, and this time I'm joined by fellow reporter Wendy Guzman. Wendy, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing all right. So, The Kissing Booth 2, uh, new movie. <laughs> I don't know, Did you did see the first one, right? When it came out? Oh, did it come out last year? I think so, yeah. Okay. So yeah, it hasn't been too long of a gap between the two movies, um... I remember watching the first one, and when Wendy and I were actually together when we watched the second one, so this makes this a little more interesting, but um, I remember we were scrolling on Netflix, and we were like, no way, and definitely turned on the movie. Um, it's a lot to take in, so if, Wendy, if you kind of want to, like, give your overall thoughts at first about the movie, kind of vaguely explain, you know, what goes on and what you thought of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... I guess the first one, the gist that you kind of need to know is, um, so there's Ellen Lee, whose moms were best friends in college, and then they became best friends because they were born, like, the same day or something, or very close together. So they're best friends, and they make up a bunch of rules of things that they can and can't do in their friendship. And one of the things kind of is, like, the older brother, Noah, that's, like, really, they grew up to be, like, really attractive like, is off limits for Elle, and basically she ends up falling for him, and by the, and then they, with, like, a kissing booth that they throw as, like, a fundraiser for their school, and they end up together, Lee ends up okay with it, and because he's older, you know, he goes off to college, so the second movie kind of just follows him and Elle, like, dealing with their relationship, being apart, and I... Personally, when I saw the first movie, I kind of liked it. Like, I didn't mind it. It was cheesy. It's based off a Wattpad story. So, I like, it's right up that type of alley. So, I didn't mind it. I could see how people wouldn't like it. And then I watched the second one, and I was like, was the first one the same way as this? And I just never realized, because I, it was, it was a, it was a roller coaster. It overall, I was like not very impressed with it. Like, like they're all talented actors, but just something about them in the context of this movie, in like particular, this series, it just not does not really work for any of them. Um, I don't even know. Like preparing for this, I almost like couldn't even think of what happened during the movie because I just it was just like the last forty five minutes of it. Every scene that changed, I thought was the last scene of the movie because I just needed to be over. I never was. It's like over two hours long. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of plots in this like two hour and 12 minute movie. Um, I agree with you. I When I watched the first one, I can't remember who I watched it with or why I watched it, but I just, I physically remember watching it and I was like, this is the most cliche thing ever. Like, it's mm-hmm. gross. It, I don't like it. Um, the actors, like, the acting was so weird. Uh, I was just, like, it wasn't up my alley, but I watched it anyways. And then, you know, all of those jokes about it came out on, like, social media, and people were trashing it. And um, and then Noah, the actor for Noah, is actually in, like, Euphoria, too. So he plays, like, this super cliche, like, hot boy in the kissing booth and then he plays like this toxic like really hot boy in euphoria and it's like so so he's got range which is good 
But, um, <laughs> so, like, watching the second movie, I just remember because we were, Wendy and I were, like, up north on vacation, and, um, we were with some other people, and they were like, let's watch it, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I don't want to sit through this right now. <laughs> and they were, like, insisting, they were like, no, no, we're gonna watch it, we're gonna watch it, it's gonna be so funny, and I was like, fine, whatever, turn it on. So, like, they turned it on, and we're watching, and I'm just like, okay. So it starts out kind of the same, like, the beginning of the movie is her at her house, like, you know, getting ready um, for school, and that's how it was in the first movie. And then they kind of, like, show up, and they go to school, and, like, all this kind of stuff, and it's just, um, like, it. they kind of follow the same plot line at first. And then all of a sudden, like, there's Marco introduced, and the kissing booth is brought up again, and I was like, okay, so it's gonna be about the same. And it mm-hmm. wasn't the same. It got, like, no. a, a half hour in, maybe, 45 minutes. And there was, like, a dance competition, and there was a new boy, and, the, oh, my God, there was, um... And, and like, I, like, uh, so, like, Noah goes to Harvard. Like, this kid just goes to Harvard. Mm-hmm. And... Nobody casually goes to Harvard. No one just goes to Harvard. And then, and then like, Lee and Elle's, like, thing, since they were little, was to go to, like... Berkeley together and so now she's like oh I kind of want to maybe look into Boston schools because of Noah because I feel a little bit about Noah and then there's this whole thing with the girl Chloe that like Elle thinks that like that Noah is dating her she's a senior at Harvard and she's just like freaking out so she wants that's another reason why she like wants to go over to Boston so she's like watching him and I just I don't know which is very toxic, and that's toxic. a red flag in your relationship if you're concerned about the other person. Um, but yeah, no, Elle was acting like she was, like, a 14-year-old girl, and she's about to graduate high school. Like, they portrayed her character so terribly, and they made her be, like, this this super giddy and, like, very, uh, like, she just gave me, like, freshman high school vibes instead of, you know, graduating and going to a nice college. And it was just kind of like, did I act like that as like a for like a a student in high school? Like obviously not when I was eighteen, but like when I was younger than you know she was. Is that how girls act? And it's just because like you know we do it subconsciously because it's kind of like mm-hmm. oh like it's society makes it up to be like that. But it's just like watching it on the screen, it made me actually want to throw up. And um, I find it like. Also very cliche, the whole storyline with the best friend's brother and, like, the best friend's also a guy. And it's just, like, that's really 2012 of you. I remember reading <laughs> Wattpad stories about that. So And like I you said, it was one. it was based off of one, too. So it's just, like, yeah. I don't – it fit my, like, end of middle school, beginning of high school vibe. But watching it as a going into be a junior in college, I was just, like, there's – I should not be watching this right now. Like, this is not my vibe at all. Um, one of the things that while we were watching it together, we were just kind of very vocal about was the situation where in the second movie, Lee is dating the girl that he kissed at the kissing booth at the end of the first one. So, and then, and this girl, Rachel, is just undermined the entire movie. Like, he will, like, Lee will always put Elf over like anybody and he just treats Rachel like crap he wasn't the worst towards the beginning but then as it went on we started to realize within their relationship how actually bad like Rachel's being treated because he just always picks exactly and I feel like first I feel like this movie like only portrayed toxic relationships like Al didn't trust Noah 
and Rachel was fed up with Al getting in the way of her and um, Lee. And it's just like, why is there no healthy relationship, like, in this story? And, like, Elle being untrustworthy. What's, what really hit was Elle didn't trust Noah being around Chloe. But mm-hmm. Noah had no idea that she was, like, hanging out with a new boy and then ended up, like, kissing him at the dance, like, the, what was it? And, the dance competition. Yeah. yeah, and then what makes me the most mad about that is, like, obviously we don't know what Noah actually did. But from what it seems, him and Chloe were nothing. But Elle kind of really went off just thinking that they were, like, they were together, they were doing stuff, they were hooking up, and then just goes and, like, is, like, with Marco. Like, she doesn't even know for sure, and she just automatically thinks so, and then she goes and, like, kisses him on live, like, television. Yeah, they're, like, glorifying her thinking the worst of every situation and, you know, keeping up with these toxic, um, really, like, this toxic relationship instead of just... I feel like in now's time, you're supposed to portray, like, the female aid as, like, strong and not dependent on a woman. Like, I feel like film has definitely developed into that, or at least needs to develop into that, because it's always the same boring, like, female lead being desperate over the male lead who is not worth anything at all. Um, And then another thing, too, the other thing was that Lee was, like, trying to balance his relationship with Rachel. And so he would be, like, lying to Rachel, but also mm-hmm. ghosting uh, right. Elle. So then both of them, like, found out, and it all just blew up in his face. And it's like, they didn't... He's also, you know, 18 and going off to college. He should have been more mature about the situation. Mm-hmm. And it just... They made all of these characters so childish. And it, that's what's so cringy about it, is the fact that, like, even Lee was even, like, pushing Marco and Elle together... Um, and he knew, like, okay, he had to know in, like, the back of his mind, this isn't gonna go well, like, she's dating my brother, I should not be pushing her to hang out with another guy. So that was kind of, like, a red flag, I was like, that's really weird. And, like, and it's, and it's even crazier because Lee is probably the lesser of the evils in the situation, like, he was very tame compared to, like, Noah and Elle. I guess Marco would be, like, the golden, Marco and Rachel are the golden children in this situation, although, uh, maybe not, but... Overall. Yeah, no, justice for Rachel and justice for Marco. That's all I have to say. Uh, I did like the ending of the movie. However, I don't know why it kind of, like, made me a little bit, like, sad in a way. Like, happy tears, kind of. Um, Because it ended the same way the first one did, I believe. I think they both ended where they were riding off into the sunset on the motorcycle. Which is, like, it's really cliche, but, like, they made up at the kissing booth. And then they, like figure everything out and then they're like this one little happy group again and it's just like okay that's cute like thank you for you know finally ending it because you Mm should have done that an hour ago but you know dragged it out with a random dance competition and you know all these other plot holes and you're just like did did we need this like was this necessary yeah (laughs) okay so I know we kind of already talked about the first movie um I guess we could go into like what was your favorite parts or least favorite parts from both the first movie and the second movie like what did you like that they did differently <laughs> okay well I'm just gonna go about one of the things that I just never I almost forgot about it and I don't know how I forgot about it because it's probably the most ridiculous part of the first movie that like <laughs> that Ellen Noah like had sex by like with the, on the Hollywood sign in the first movie 
and I like and I like forgot about it until I think you I don't know if you remember when we were watching it that they had like a like an image of the Hollywood sign I was like oh my god I forgot what they did there I was like that's the that was why they like panned by it I was like oh no I hate that um I oh, <laughs> I feel like too having like that special spot for some reason do you remember like the little room that was like in the garden it was like that little garden house and they like went in there mm-hmm. um for some reason that like reminds me of the notebook like a ripoff of the notebook if that makes yeah. sense yeah so it's just kind of like this is a more cliche version of that and it's gross um <laughs> another thing too was like the kissing booth in the first movie was used to like get noah and Al together and get Rachel and Lee together, and I really liked how they used the kissing booth to make Rachel and Lee fix their differences, like, in this movie, too. I mm-hmm. thought that was really clever and cute. And then what's the kid, um, Ollie, is it? Yes. The, yes. the one that was trying to figure out his sexuality, like, the whole movie, and then, like, finally ended up coming out. Yeah, I thought that was a really cute moment, too. Cute. You know, something I so, I hate so much was the Halloween party. Oh my god, I was just about to say that. <laughs> I hated the Halloween party. So Poor for, Rachel. Yeah, for those of you who haven't watched, um, Al, like, before this Holly, Halloween party scene that was, like, at their high school, it was kind of like homecoming, but dressed in costumes and all that kind of stuff. Um, so before that scene, Rachel, or not Rachel, Elle and Lee were, like, getting their um, kissing booth prepared like she was painting it and then l out of the blue goes i have a perfect idea for new costumes and because they originally were going to be s'mores so lee and l were going to be the graham crackers and chocolate and then rachel was going to be the marshmallow in between them and you know obviously rachel didn't like l and she Uh didn't like hanging out with the both of them Mm. like she just wanted it to be her and lee and so l was kind of like yeah um lee let's change our outfits so they went as Ghostbusters, and when they get there, Rachel, they're walking in, like, it's just Lee and Elle, like, they don't have Rachel with them, and Rachel pulls up behind them, and this is the most dramatic thing ever, but she gets out of her car in her little marshmallow suit, Not and I was just like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was gigantic, like, she was like, like a oh, blow-up balloon. Girl. I would have been so embarrassed if I, if I showed up like that like, at my high school. She stayed there. I'm like, dude, if I saw that, like, I would have run back into the car and cried. Exactly. Like, I don't like, know how she actually went inside. She's a strong girl. She got out of that car, and she went into that party, and she was dancing with her boyfriend. And then, like, if that was me, too, I would have gone home, and I would have changed, and I would have come back, or I would have just stayed home. Like, I would not have stayed there and looked, like, the way she did. But... No. What made me sad was she was at the party having fun, and she'd already been humiliated once, and then Elle and her got into a fight, and Rachel got humiliated again, because Elle is just dumb, and Lee is just dumb, and nobody communicates in this movie, and so everybody nice just gets hurt, and that's why it's justice for Rachel always, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, so, another thing that I kind of just thought was a little ridiculous was... <laughs> Was the whole, like, the only reason she wasn't sure if she could go to Harvard was money-wise. You know, not because she had to worry about getting accepted. Like, she just didn't know if she could afford it. Having gone, And she goes to, like, one of the top private schools in Los Angeles. And she, like, 
doesn't know she's going to afford to be able to go to Harvard. Yeah, it was kind of an unrealistic, like, visual of the high school senior getting into college thing. Because yeah, I know uh, like, we were nervous. Like, Harvard's, like, you know, not easy to get into. So, like, if you get into Harvard and you want to go to Harvard, you're, you're, you're going. Like, they they will make way. Like, it's not an impossible thing, you know? Like, it is expensive, but if you get in, it's for a reason. And, like, because it's so kind of exclusive, like, it's kind of set. Like, you can go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I just, like I said, they made it the whole high school senior getting into college unrealistic because, you know, we were literally talking about this earlier, but... Mm-hmm. Just the whole getting accepted thing, like, I was deferred my first semester and was prepared to go to community college, and, like, I know you were accepted right away, but, like, some of my our friends were also deferred or they didn't get in, and it's just, like, not everybody gets accepted, and you kind of put that, um that like, standard on one of the top colleges in America, and so kids are gonna, like, little kids who see that are gonna be like, I want to be like Elle, and I want to get into, you know, these nice colleges, and then have their dreams crushed because it's like and it doesn't even seem like oh even like all this the craft that she has going on in her life like I don't think she has to be ridiculously smart but clearly she's very stupid from what we've seen exactly she has no <laughs> like, emotional like range when does she do homework when does she do stuff like I'm sure she's not stupid like she'd probably get into a decent enough school but exactly and then at the um, end they were like Oh, what was it? She said she didn't get into either college. But then the very end, it showed her acceptance letter to both. So if they make a kissing booth three, I might actually cry. They're making one. It's happening. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. I don't want to watch another one. I'd probably end up like Will, though, because I want to know how it ends. Another scene that I just remembered, that I remember it like, like, bothered all of us when we were watching... But the scene where her and Marco are on the beach, and he's just, like, talking to her, and then out of the blue, he's like, can I play you a song? And pulls a guitar, like, out of his ass, and it's like, where did that come from? Because they were just on a Ferris wheel, like, right before. Yeah. So like, did he have the guitar on the Ferris wheel? <laughs> yeah, he literally, like, okay, so they're sitting on the beach, and it's nighttime, and like she said, like, they were at, at an arcade, like, with the Ferris wheel, eating... And then they, they're at the beach, and it I'm pretty sure it showed, like, a full shot of them sitting on the beach, like, their entire bodies. So you could see there's no guitar around. And then out of the blue, like, two minutes later, he pulls an acoustic guitar up. And I'm like, where did that come from? Like, I was like, rewind that. I want to see where that came from. Because that, like, camera work is awful. Like, that's... Another, another one that that made me think of was when, when like, Elle went to to Boston to go visit Noah and like he's at the airport and then he just like throws the sign off to the side yeah they just like discard things and pull things out of places and it's like where's this why is this happening like what is going on right now and speaking of when she went to Harvard one Mm -hmm. thing I hated was she didn't even give Chloe a chance no she didn't she just went there and she immediately had distaste for her because she thought Noah was cheating on her. And I'm pretty sure Chloe swings for the other team. Like, they I didn't. I feel it, like, yeah. Like, I, I was just waiting for it, and I really wanted her to. Like, yeah, they didn't specifically say it, but just, like, some of the things she would do or, like, say to Noah, it was just kind of like, mm, I feel like she's not interested in this white boy. Like, I feel like she's got a better type than this. 
So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. She was like Chloe's definitely a little sus, but that's definitely just her personality. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if they, you know, if she is straight. I don't know if they did anything because they could have, but I don't know. Yeah, and it was like the whole thing of finding an earring under Noah's bed, and when um Elle would find like things like that, like she'd see texts or she'd get a phone call about like Chloe and Noah hanging out or she'd like uh what was it she just kept like getting these like hints that Chloe and Noah were hanging out and then she found the earring when she was there and she didn't even like hear Noah out at all like she literally just went full bore into I'm mad at this kid like he's fully cheating I mean like she didn't hear him out she refused to talk with him. She was just she would just cry with him on the phone. Like, y- y- how are you in this relationship still? Like, I would have broken up with you because you don't know how to communicate. Like, it's so dumb. Mm. And it's just like, like I said earlier, again, it's just so cliche and freshman year of high school. And it's like, no 18 and 19 year old is portrayed like this. Like, nobody in real life is like this unless, you know, you had some sort of upbringing that made you have act like that. Like, I feel like at this age, we're more mature than they made Elle and Lee and Rachel and Noah. Especially Noah being older and he's just, a t- like, your typical frat boy. Like, he doesn't communicate or right. act nice or, like, he's nice, but, like, if Elle, if, if, like, I was in his position and my girlfriend was freaking out like that, I would have been like, okay, you're gonna sit here and you're gonna listen to me right now because you can't you can't stop making these accusations on me if you don't know my actual side of it like that kind of thing and he never actually did that and I was like mm-hmm. okay well that's really poor relationship whatever I feel like the last thing like that really makes me cringe is the whole dance um, competition thing because it was so random that's such a random plot to have okay. and then and like. The hot, like, new kid at their school just happens to be, like, a god at Dance Dance Revolution, like, the alternative version of whatever. Yeah, that exactly. was. I And he didn't even want, he didn't even get a cut of the money. Like, that was never part of the agreement. It was $50,000, and he wasn't getting crap. Yeah, and she was taking all of it to pay for her school, and he was doing it out of the goodness of his heart because, you know, Lee hurt, hurt himself, quote-unquote. And it was just, like, but it's just, like, a whole, it's such a weird plot. Like, I understand she was doing it to pay for college. But why a dance competition? Like, why would... Where did... Where even was that dance competition held? Like, there was just this random, like, stadium. And I was like, that... The Staples Center for the Dance Dance Revolution competition. Yeah, literally, but oh, buy your tickets yeah. now. Everyone that went on before them was so much better. <laughs> oh, 100% like, better. And then they just... The, I feel like the only reason they won, obviously, is because they're the main characters. But also the fact that, yeah. like... They made theirs so dramatic, and it was like, it doesn't have to be this sad, like, slow dance kind of song. And, they, like, that's when she, like, cheated on Noah. And what was funny is Noah was in the crowd, and the she crowd didn't even her. know. Yeah, he he had flown in from Boston cool. early to surprise her at this dance competition. And on stage, she kissed Marco, and she just turns around, and Noah is there staring oh. at her. And I was like, of course. Like, of course that's something that would happen in this movie. And I think when I saw that, like, when Noah was there, even after they had fought at Thanksgiving, oh, my God, I forgot about Thanksgiving. That, too. <laughs> but, but, um, like, even after all that, like, 
Or no, 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 that was the day before. That was the day before, and then that's why he was there. Okay. Yeah, he was there, and I was like, that's really nice of him to have gone because he knew that that was, like, really important to her, and he wanted to surprise her. So Noah's definitely on my good side at that point because of that. And then Mm -hmm. I just mentioned Thanksgiving. Oh, my God, that was that's the worst Thanksgiving I've ever seen because Noah brought Chloe and then Rachel is there and everything's just a big mess and no one is talking. Yeah. Like nobody's getting along. I think that's when, um, Al finds out that Chloe only came to get closer with Al because that's what Noah wanted. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Rachel was there, and that's when Rachel found out that Lee hadn't actually told Elle to leave their relationship alone. So then, at, like, they pictured Elle, like, having to go out and make several different apologies and chase people down and all this kind of stuff. And so, like, first she went to Lee, apologized to Lee because best friends, uh, like, their whole, like, Wendy said at the beginning, the whole rules list, like, you never let your best friend be sad after an hour or something like that. And then she went and apologized to... Um, or she went and got Lee and Rachel back together because they had the whole kissing booth and, um, they put like Lee up on the stand in a blindfold and then Rachel in a blindfold and they brought him out. And then that was really cute. Cause she's like, Oh my God, like I miss you all this stuff. Like I love you. And then Elle was like chasing down Noah and they went to, she went to the airport looking for him and he went to the kissing booth looking for her, you know, typical like love story chase down. And I can't remember where they ended up, but they did, like, end up making up, and everything was okay in the yeah. end. And then that's kind of why they rode off into the sunset after their graduation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember at the end, Marco was, like, checking out um, Lee, or not Lee, Marco was checking out Elle, and, like, his mm-hmm. friend was like, dude, she's not even worth it. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, preach, preach, she is not worth it. Okay. And with that, I'd like to add that even after we said, like, watch the movie, like, Joey, Joey King is beautiful and everything, but in, okay, if we were in a realistic setting, like, Jacob, I don't know how to say his last name, he's a very great-looking guy, like, they were together in real life, they're, they're awesome, like, very talented people, whatever, but I'm just like, if they were real-life not-famous people, right, a guy that looked like the actor that played Marco would never, ever be interested in Joey King, like ever, like in the in the in the plot of like the movie, it would make sense for Jacob to, you know, for Noah and Elle to like each other because it's the whole like you know best friends brother thing. So that makes sense. He's grown up with her and stuff, so you can see how that relation could have developed into like a crush or whatever. But I just don't see any reason of how like the hottest guy that's ever gone to the school picks Elle out of everyone in, like, a private school in Los Angeles. Like, that's the one thing that I'm like, are you sure, Marco? Yeah, are you're you like, sure? are you okay in the head? Like, I mean, yeah, Joey King is very, pre- like, a very, very pretty woman. But just the way they've made her, they portrayed her in this film, they yeah, dulled her down. She's just, Elle's just kind of awful at yeah. this point, too. So they gave her, like, a really awful role, and then they dulled her character down and, like, made her dress weird and act really weird and she was just like this controlling mess and I was like Joey King deserves so much better like I I wish she had like a better role or somebody else played yeah, everyone, everyone in the movie are like is really talented but something about them in this like franchise in particular like I don't know what it does to people yeah I don't know it 
I feel like they need to be in, they just need to stop making it. Like, don't make a movie three, just tell us whether Elle picks Harvard or Berkeley, and then that's it. Like, I don't want to watch another one. Um, we talked a lot about Noah and Marco. So, Wendy, I kind of want to know, whose side are you on? Are you Team Noah or are you Team Marco? I don't know. I feel like inter- if she had to be with someone, I think I'm good with her being with Noah. However, because I just think that Marco needs someone better. Like, I really just think he needs to just find someone else. Mm-hmm. However, I'm more team, like, Ellie needs to calm down and not be with anybody because even in the grand even in the grand scheme of the terrible things that Noah did it's still nothing compared to what Elle did like I still think she just was terrible this movie I I hope is she that bad in the first one because she was awful in the second one yeah no it was like really bad I feel like in the like, if I had to choose, honestly, I'm with you on the whole, like, Elle needs to be by herself storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, Team Noah would only be because they've been together, and that's kind of who, at this level, that's, like, who she deserves at this point, because she treated Marco like dirt. Marco mm-hmm. definitely does need to find another girl, um, somebody who will treat him so much better, because he deserves it. He's a sweetheart. Um, like, he literally... Gave so much to Elle with that dance competition, and he hung out with her outside of practices and stuff, and he didn't even want, like, a cut of the profits, and he didn't want, like, anything special from her, and it's just, like, that's such a sweet person, and he definitely deserves the world, and then I feel like Noah deserves a little bit better, too, because, you know, Elle obviously didn't trust him that much, um... He's also, like, not the best person ever, but I feel like he still deserves a little bit better than Al. And then Al just needs to take time to reflect and, you know, grow up a little bit. She's going off to college, and like I said, and have said multiple times, she acts like a 14-year-old, and it's just a not a good look. So, I just, that's where I stand. Like, I'm team Noah if she had to be in a relationship. Justice for Marco, but overall... I'll get a grip on your life because it's coming down, girl. All right. Well, that is all we have for you guys today. So thank you for coming on the pod, Wendy. And thank you all for listening. Yep. Thank you for having me and thank you for listening. (laughs)